me? Sorry. Um, do you speak English? No, I don't. Sorry. Today is uh, a weird day. Why? Because we're recording this in the very, very distant past. Are we, say, are we telling this? <laughs> we're recording this in the very distant future. No, for the future. Back to the future. Okay. Marty! When you hear this, it will be a bit, a bit long ago. Yeah, we're recording this for the future, but... When you're listening, this would have been recorded in the past, like Back to the Future, where he went to cowboy days and had sex with his mum. You're very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Easy English updates. So the first thing we have is an... Exciting update. Easy English is now expanding its membership yeah. to now include conversational lessons no conversational no conversation it's called the conversation membership <laughs> and it's it's not a lesson but it's a conversation meeting i would say it's a yeah. meeting where we talk english yeah we we did this because we heard from a lot of you what you really lack is english practice because you don't live in an English-speaking country or you don't have friends to speak to or colleagues to speak to and it's just not in your everyday life. And to learn a language, this is really important to just speak, to use the language and to make mistakes and to hear someone speaking and react on this. So we thought it would be a lot of fun. Sorry, I took over from you. Is that okay? You go. <laughs> to, to meet once a week in a virtual online pub. So it's an online meeting. And um, pub style-ish, we'll come with our favorite drink and we talk about everything life. Yeah, and hopefully after some time, we'll have regular topics. Myself and Easy, we're into music and movies and TV. We're into animals and uh, traveling. And so maybe one of those subjects will become a regular topic and we can keep on updating um, each other about where we've been, what we've heard, what we've seen uh, and uh, how we're getting on as pet owners <laughs> yeah we, we'll definitely bring every week to our pup meeting a topic so that you learn vocabulary and like use vocabulary from very different areas so we will bring something but that doesn't mean we have to talk about it it's like in a pup isn't it you bring your topic and then you talk about 10 other things <laughs> exactly uh, hopefully and at the end of all of it you should hopefully get that feeling that you're able to come to the uk understand a range of accents and dialects and be able to feel you can have a full conversation with a pub landlord or uh, a drunk man standing at the bar. Oh, better not. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to become a conversation member, either you are a member already and you can update your membership. That's like one click and super easy. Um, or you become a member. By going to easyenglish.video forward slash membership. And there you'll see a range of tiers. You could also, if you want to become a video member and get perks for our videos or podcast member and get perks for this podcast, like the interactive transcript, 
or if you're interested in the conversation membership where you can interact with other learners and myself and easy then you can become a conversation member unhelpful advice we got several messages over the last weeks and we want to start answering them uh of you lovely listeners uh yeah we're very sorry because some of you have sent us messages from way back at the end of february and yeah there we just wanted to now make an episode purely dedicated to you the listener um and the first one we have which was sent almost a month ago was from the cocktail king himself creighton Hey guys, Hallucian. Creighton, they're cocktail punish. Um, my question is unhelpful advice, of course. Um, and if you guys have, you know, what do you do for couple? What do you say for couples that have different types of traveling styles? You know, there's one type where you're either the lazy go, easy going, laid back take every day as it comes, just put in your bathing suit and see kind of where the day takes you. Or if you're like, got to go here, go to here, go to here, you know, try, you know, planning every day in advance for the last couple of months, you know, what type of styles are you guys? Um, and what is your advice for couples, pairs, married couples, doesn't matter, dating, whatever, that are different types? Yeah, thanks. Ciao, ciao. Choo. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed up with some German. Thanks, ciao, ciao, Thank you, Creighton. Thank you, Creighton. I like the idea that he, when he goes to, say, Paris, the first thing he does is puts on his bathing suit and then just walks out the door. Like, <laughs> right, where Where's are we going? He's just at the Louvre, just in just his little speedos. <laughs> <laughs> I am very planned and you are very not planned. In that sense, we're quite opposite, but it brings us together. By the way, your share um, cracks always. Oh, I think you see my flies undone. No, your share. It'll be okay. It makes it sound like we're in an old little cottage. Of course. Um, oh, yeah. We are quite opposite, but we don't annoy each other with it at all, really. Funnily enough, when it comes to travel, we're kind of both the same. Because mm. I know those people that make those planned travels. Big itinerary. I, oh, I have to see this sightseeing thing and this, and then I have to see this. If you go there once, you have to see this, 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 this. And if we want to do this all in one day, then, um, okay, we have like 12 hours in a day. And then, uh, yeah, we have to go there and then directly to there. So maybe, yeah, we have to go with a bus in there. Absolutely stressful. Not my way of traveling. So actually, when it comes to travel, we're both absolutely the same. We book something, which is like an Airbnb or so because we want to go see a place and then we plan nothing we only look is it is it nice does it look nice mm. does it have good nature around and does it have good pubs exactly I always think anyway that um, the places that you would look up to go to are not the places that the locals would ever recommend mm -hmm. like if I go into Brighton five, if you want to like, sort of visit Brighton the five things you have to do are probably the five most boring things you can you can ever do in Brighton. The like, eye. <laughs> go up the eye, like a thing owned by the British Airways. I've never been. You have never been to No. And it looks like a ginormous boop. Um, I got that. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's all that stuff where you're like, just like sort of plodding around looking at ceilings. Do you know what I mean? When we go, we sort of try to do like locally things just find yeah. the nearest pub find the nearest cafe and just people watch 
I want to know what it feels like as to, to live there, not to be a tourist. Exactly, yeah. So we are very, um, like, we are different in the sense of, like, planning life. I love to plan, but not, I hope not in a very, like, annoying, obsessive way. It's good to get out of the door. Good to have, like, one aim. Like, I'd like to see that something... No, I mean now in, in general life, not in Oh, general. in general. Like I'm I'm very planned in general life and you are not so planned, I would say. Uh no, I like to stumble onto things. Yeah. And but in, in travel, I'm actually happy that we are the same. I'm always afraid if I'm travel with people um that I maybe don't know that well or meet people on travels, that they will be that type, that they will be like, okay. So today we have a lot to do. So we really don't have time to chit chat around now. Let's get on that bus because we really have to go now. And I already think like, what? What? Am I at work or where am I? What are we doing? You don't want to come back from your holiday exhausted. No. I always think you come back, if you have all these plans, you come back like, oh God, that was knackering. I think you should always, if you really think on a day, well, it's so much fun here and at the same time, you have this guilt trippy feeling of like, oh, I really wanted to see, mm-hmm, and we only have one more day here and we will not be able to see it. If you have fun at that moment, you think, I really would like to stay here. Stay, 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 stay. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> no, but it, this, these are the moments. <laughs> these are the moments yeah. that make life. Okay. That's question one. Someone called David wrote to us and it's and he wrote to us and said, Hi, Mitch and Easy. I continue to enjoy hearing about my culture from you guys and I'm not surprised our aversion to complaining popped up already. I bloody hate complaining and want the ground to swallow me up when someone complains in a restaurant. Just makes me hate myself when I hear myself telling the waiter, I'm sure it's not your fault and mine is totally fine. Why are we so pathetic? Till next podcast, David. Wasn't really a question there, I suppose. But why are why are why am I so pathetic as a Brit? Uh, yeah, thank you, David, for your feedback on that episode. Sorry, it took us so long to get through to it. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad that um, I'm also not on my own, and I'm sure most Brits feel the same way about complaining. Yeah, I just thought about what I would do if I heard someone complaining who's really close to me, and this face always happens. <laughs> what is that face? Can you describe it? Like trying to suck myself into yeah, the wall. Okay, Mitch is pulling his face back. I've created to get a double chin. Created the double chin effect. And then his eyes roll around. It's a little bit like I feel like I'm trying to do what a chameleon does when it wants to sort of blend in with the environment. And then looking yeah. around to make sure no one's caught my eye contact. I'm not here. I'm part of the wall. Like, I have nothing to do with this complaint. Like, <laughs> that, I'm, I've, in I wasn't no way, there. I'm super embarrassed by I've this been, person. I don't know them. Yeah. I, and I in no way agree or disagree. I have no opinion whatsoever. <laughs> I'm basically a piece of furniture in this situation. This is a blind date. I really don't know this person. We just met <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Oh, if it was a person on my table, uh, I would throw up. <laughs> I'd have to go throw up somewhere. Just stand up and leave. <laughs> down your drink and say bye and that's it just starts like slowly weeping (laughs) that i'm even associated with someone who's complaining yeah yeah anyway we're pathetic i agree next subject yeah do we have another one we do okay next question this is from one of our dearest members marketa hello izzy and mitch here is marketa this time i have only question for izzy 
uh, where did you learn English? Was it at school or somewhere private? Could you please uh, tell us more about ups and downs in that learning process? Hmm. And the last question, is there still something which is challenging for you? Uh, I hope, guys, that you are doing fine. Tara. <laughs> Tara. <laughs> I love it. That's lovely, yeah. Oh, yeah, good question. I learned English in school for nine years. Um, before, I think I even also had like a, in primary school, like a workshop, which was, I think, once a week in the afternoon. We all got English names and spoke very small talkish cute sentences with each other and then I nearly all my professional life okay Mitch needs to pour away <laughs> God. could you hear yeah go for it okay um I had nearly I think that was like the 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 crucial points were friends and professional life I would say because Yeah, in, in Germany, you, I think you always, now probably even earlier, if you do A-levels, you do have English as a subject for maybe now eight, eight to nine to ten years, I would say. But the crucial thing was then to use it in jobs and to have friends that speak English. I, in all my professional life, had to use English and had to communicate in English nearly daily, so that helped a lot. And then I got friends in England. Hello, Ben. Ben is also part of the Easy Language, Easy Languages family, I would say. Um, so I was visiting England a lot. Um, my parents always loved Britain. So they brought me here as well. Um, and yeah, but having friends here, really experiencing the real life, talking, obviously all kind of things on a daily weekly basis that helped did you want to like is that was that did you have like a thirst oh i really want to, oh yeah i can't wait to learn some english um not really i think my english was already after nine years quite well i but would when, say but when you were at school did, was it like were there some subjects you must have some subjects where you're like ah oh, yes it's this subject yeah, i always love languages we had some we had some good teachers well not i don't yeah good teachers we had fun teachers and that was good We did fun things. We had like we read like the script of American Beauty and then watched the film and discussed all the scenes. How old? I know, a bit <laughs> boobies in that movie. I know. We're like 15, 16 or so. But what I want to say is like we did cool things, interesting things to learn the language, to learn all about it. And um I always had don't want to call it passion, admiration, I don't know, but like a, a thing. A thing for britain for the british isles as well as well for ireland that has to do with a lot of things with nature with music and everything but music yeah. love british music if you listen to british music you want to understand you want to um get to know all those accents and dialects and you you want to get into the language so there yeah i would say there's a thirst and then up ups and downs um i wouldn't say there were big downs You're like getting to a level now where you're starting to get into like almost regional slang and accents now. Yeah, I think that the I wouldn't call them downs, but like the little struggles that are normal 
where that I, I mean, it was often that we were in a bar or so and it's there, it's loud and people are a bit, sometimes a bit drunk and talk a lot of rubbish. And then at the beginning that I've been um, here in Brighton, it was like sometimes really that people were like, oh God, oh God, oh, I didn't really get it. Mm. And then to ask like, sorry, could, could you like um, repeat that? especially like in a bar like you know you're like i'm holding up the conversation yeah. that is a struggle that is a bit annoying because you're like i really would like to understand everything every little hint every little joke every little kind of you know those little in between the lines things but I'm, I'm really really happy about the progress in the last years which wasn't even conscious i sometimes just notice like weird i wouldn't have had that conversation four years ago, three years ago, two years ago. And um, I'm happy about that. But yeah, it's not big up and downs, but there's struggles. But yeah, it's not a bad thing in Britain ever because whenever you say, can you please repeat that? Or sorry, I didn't understand that. People are so lovely. <laughs> like people are always like, ah, oh, sorry, love. Yeah, yeah, let, let, me tell, let me explain to you. Or can I, they say it again and it's never awkward really. Yeah, or back to the last question where they think, oh God, I've done something wrong. It's instantly yeah. they feel like, oh god, I've been yeah, yeah. too, oh god, I've been too loose with my English. Or yeah, something. yeah, not respectful to people yeah. that are not native speakers. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a lucky long process to improve my English over the time, hmm. and it's weird. I never think about myself speaking like two languages on a very high level, but I guess I do now. You really do. Yeah. It's not a lot you struggle with, I'd say. Okay, I think um, we still have some more questions to go through, but should we say that um, if you want to hear the rest of our answers, this is going to have to be a two-parter. I so, think, yeah. Um, if you want to hear, we have a couple more questions from some of our listeners, and I imagine from this, you might want to ask also ask us a question, and we'll try to get around to answering that in our second episode, or maybe in the future. Yeah. And if you want to ask that question... <clears throat> <laughs> got excited go to easyenglish.fm and you can leave us a voice message uh, via this app called Telby which is a little yellow box you can click on with your mouse next to um, next to our, our homepage yeah and I would like to ask if you or not if um, it would be great if you in the app that you're listening us to in Wow. <laughs> um, if you could review our podcast, like our podcast, follow our podcast, that absolutely helps us or our podcast to be seen, to be heard. And um, it's always a bit awkward to ask for this, but it really, really helps if you just click, uh, depends on the app, a like, a follow or a review. And I, I saw that Spotify now has a new feature that we will might. We might use that very soon. We can ask questions to the audience. Mm. So um, Our own unhelpful advice questions. Yeah. But yeah, it would be really, really great if you could just um, go on the review thing. And yeah, that's it. That's my weird little approach of asking people to review our podcast. Yeah, it doesn't take any time to do that. Yeah. So that's it. One day we'll answer the other questions. Please bear with us. And to run.
Tara.